you know, let's be fair. Almost anybody listening to this podcast drinks beer. I would be very surprised if you can get through an entire podcast without drinking beer. Um, but uh, <laughs> whoa, slam on all our listeners! Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a slam on us. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, true. It was Double like a slam on everything. You're just doing man ass kicks, dude. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. And welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Random topics, unrehearsed conversation, quality reviews. Uh, my name is Michael Hodgins, and uh, I'm one of the three hosts of this show, along with uh, Mr. Crofton Steers. Hello, Crofton. Hey, Mike. Hey, listeners. And, of course, Mr. Bo Schwartz. Hello, Bo. What's up, everybody? Wow, someone's been to some death metal or something uh, i just wanted to do try the gravelly voice thing uh how's everyone doing pretty good oh. how are you guys doing <laughs> i am super sore uh <laughs> there's context to that comment yeah please uh, tell us more <laughs> the context is that i have decided to start going to the gym uh, of all places, a topic I'm sure at one point we will review on the show, but we have yet to. I have opinions uh, about the gym. I'm sure you do. Uh, <laughs> like a, a million of broken New Year's resolutions come yeah. to mind. Now this is this is the thing is I waited just long enough for the New Year's resolution people to quit uh, <laughs> before I even tried starting. So so I went to the gym and uh, and it wasn't actually so bad as it, in terms of amount of people. It's at at my work and stuff, but um, but yeah, like. I just have been feeling ever since I had the kid or whatever, I have, you know, less time for personal exercise, I guess. It's winter here, which is cold and sucks. And uh, <laughs> and so I realized that the only place I was going to get the time or effort for, my, for myself is at work. And uh, so I went to the shitty uh, work gym, which is in the basement. Uh, and huh. I'm sure if you made a list of most depressing places in the world, this would be on said list. Is there like a homeless guy in there? <laughs> no, no. You need to scan a card which to get in, which was my first day, was trying to figure out the card scanner. But so uh, this already sounds like it's not going to last because it's like you just described it as the most depressing place on earth. So, <laughs> I mean, you I know, know. But I got to uh, – first off, I got to try something. Second off, I feel that um, – the. It, it's now like I've been three times this week, uh, and I feel like it. It's convenient. Like the, if the gym, I'm not one of those people that will go out and find the gym. Like it's either got to be next to my house, under my house, on top of my house, or in my work, or maybe between my house and my work. Those are the only ways that I'm going to end up going to the gym consistently. So now, like during the lunch hour, I can you know I can easily go down and within five minutes essentially be from my desk to like on the treadmill and stuff. So just that low barrier of entry feels like it will overcome the the overall depressiveness. And I'm only going to be in there like 45 minutes at a time. So whatever. Well, good for you, Crofton. It's good to. That's Exercise a is a thing. thing many people talk about doing, and so it's, you know. You yeah. Know, 
you know, this ties in. I was starting to mention to you guys just before we started rec- recording about this. There's been all these stories. I'm sure you've heard them. The whole like sitting is the new smoking thing. But yeah, on that, the one I was here today. And is I, that on Netflix? No, I think you're oh. thinking Orange is the New Black. Right. But okay. This is more Sorry. like a health issue <laughs> than rather than a entertainment. Um, anyways, uh, basically saying that sitting is so bad for you that even if you're even if you make a point of exercising, if you're still sitting most of the day, you still have a negative health effect. So that's kind of depressing. Because so it's immoral. Don't try. The more well, no, I think trying's better than not. Like like doing exercise, but it won't like don't expect it to fully offset. It's like it's like if you smoke, but then exercise, right? Smoking's still a negative health impact, even if you're exercising. It's not correcting the negative. So if you sit all day, that has negative impacts on your body and exercise. They said even marathon runners who who work in offices and sit all day still have negative health impacts. And I was like, man, I think the moral is don't get a desk job. It seems of course, like is what I have. <laughs> it, it seems like more- most like I don't want to say everybody has a desk job, but I think a sizable percentage of the North American population have jobs where they're seed, seeded most know. of the day. I mean, I'm in Alberta right now, which is a resource and agriculture industry. I mean, certainly there's people in the cities, but I think a lot of the employment is out in like the tar sands and all that. I don't think <laughs> yeah, you know. but there's a lot of risk of injury. Breathe in the tar too. sands air. <laughs> There's probably other health benefits associated with that. You know what? Like, I, I'm not disagreeing with surveys like that, but I, I feel like it's one of those things where everything's going to kill you. You know, standing's going to kill you, sitting's going to kill you, breathing's going to kill you, no, walking's going to kill you. Do they have, do they have I, a magic ratio of sitting to exercising? Like, no, but did, did, well, yeah, basically they they say that 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 ten thousand step thing, you know, where people just say you should be taking that many steps a day if you have a pedometer. That's a good way to make sure you're just moving around enough. But I I I don't think that's BS. I think that if you think about human beings, we didn't evolve to sit in an office chair. That's clear. You know, you don't. Have, I mean, that's only a very modern thing. It's only been like not even fifty years where that's been the main thing people do. Aren't, so aren't it's the, new. But our lives are also kind of unnaturally long as well now, right? Uh, well, they're longer because, but for other reasons. Anyways, should, should, I feel like we're almost talking <laughs> well, about this issue, but we should just me, have a, It's given me the king of sitting something to think about. In any case. Yeah, you should get off your ass. That's what <laughs> you should do. All right. Uh, speaking of getting off my ass, you should get off your ass and start that random topic generator. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure all our listeners are listening to our <laughs> podcast while jogging or, or, or walking. Well, if you are, congratulations and keep it up. You need positive reinforcement. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, the topic today is a weather prediction. Weather. Oh, but weather prediction. I couldn't have <laughs> predicted that. I was trying not to interrupt huh? your reaction, <laughs> Crofton. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to hear your reaction to that one. Oh, weather prediction. See yeah. That? Okay. So... So when when you check the you know when you're like oh what's it going to be like this weekend maybe I uh, will go and uh, look at the weather network or some other source that uh, attempts to predict the weather and to say you know w- what they expect the well, weather to even, be it's even now sort of you guys have uh, phones right like on my iPhone I just pull down the notification tab and there's a friendly little sentence there all the time that says uh, today it will be you know minus ten. Tonight it will be minus fifteen, 
And I've gotten to the point where I've started looking at that regularly just to get a sense of how cold it's going to be out. Well, they say that in Canada, uh, checking the weather is a national pastime. Uh, That's true for me, for sure. At least in the wintertime, I check the weather all the time. But I'm always wanting it to snow, and I'm like, when's it going to snow? But if there's one thing that's taught me about weather forecasting, it is it is mostly wrong and drives me crazy. And uh, I did hear some statistics. I'm not – this statistic is not correct. Let me just start by saying that. But – because I don't even have the specific numbers. But it was just like Environment Canada, which tries to be more scientific than I think some of the other sources, will say like we have like 80% accuracy on like the day of or something like that. And then it declines uh, as you go forward in time, which sort of makes sense. So like if they're – the seven-day forecast, like I mean – they're guessing at, out at seven days. It may be something similar to that, but they don't know. Yeah, no, I think that's true. God, there's the yeah, no again. Come on, Crofton, snap out of it. <laughs> Get it together. Um, the I th- I think that's uh, I th- I think that's true. Like I I'm an interesting case study in the sense that I never check the weather, never. Like, and I walk outside and be like, "Whoa, man, it's fucking cold outside." And uh, Jesse will say, yeah, you know, there was been a, a frostbite warning in a fad for the past two days. And I'm like, oh, like if it's not – if it doesn't break the news, then I'm probably not going to check the weather. Uh, I just don't ever think to do it. Uh, and I have an app on my phone that I could easily check or whatever. I, sometimes I'll wonder – how cold it is, but that's really only like how cold is it now? I walk outside. Sometimes I'll ask Siri. I'll be like, Siri, how fucking cold is it? And the only reason I ask her is because uh, I don't want to take my mitts off to search on my own phone. Uh, and she will always tell me it's cold because she doesn't like Canada. Um, but uh, but yeah, is that true. Yeah, because Siri's Siri's barometer for what cold is. Um, I'll be. I'll say, how cold is it, Siri? <laughs> and, and she'll be, she'll be like, it is minus four. I consider that quite cold. I'm like Siri. I got, I hate to break it to you. It's only getting worse from here. So I was, uh, I'm gonna ask Siri right now. Hang on. Do you want to do this? Well, you're inside a house. Oh yeah. Shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but is there a thermometer in Siri or Siri no, checking weather sources? Siri's checking weather sources. Right. Uh, for, so for you o- could do it. For Ottawa. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> no, I'm an idiot. Um, yeah, go ahead and do it. Do it, Bo. Check, check with the phone. Check. Is it okay? Is it cold out? Is what I'm going to ask. Uh, hey, Siri. No, is how it cold, cold out? It's about minus 11 degrees Celsius. I certainly think that's cold. Yeah, she certainly that's thinks... not that cold. <laughs> she certainly thinks everything is cold. She thought minus four was yeah. certainly cold. Wow. So she she doesn't... And you know what? I, a robot's opinion doesn't mean much to me anyways. I'm like... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just, like, I'm just saying. Ask Siri, how do you experience cold? Yeah. You know, and see what she's. I'm just Don't say, ask her that. saying oh, okay. that. I'm only curious. I only ask Siri. I only go out and try and determine what the weather is when I want to know what it is at that exact moment. I don't. So the whole forecasting element, the looking into the future, which tons and tons of people do. They're like, oh, this weekend looks shitty or whatever. Um, is is somewhat lost on me, but I recognize that it must be important. Well, like there's it must a whole be- channel on your television spectrum 
dedicate the Weather Channel. Like it's at least as far as I know in North America, but it might be around the world where there's broadcast television. There is a channel that our need to know what the weather is and is going to be. It's kind of um, what's the word Uh, like OCD. No, it's just like it's like we need to know what the weather is going to be. Like so much hinges. On like yeah the weather like your recreational plans your work, um yeah go ahead Mike. Well, I just say people like to plan, right? I mean, especially you know, Carmen. This weekend looks shitty, so it's like if you prize your weekends and want to make plans, and it's the summertime, you want to go to the beach or something and take a long weekend. Maybe you won't do that if someone tells you, hey, there's like an 80% chance it's going to rain all weekend. You're like, oh, maybe I'll take my long weekend another weekend. I think the people, even though it's so, it's often not that accurate, it gives, we, we all want to be able to plan our lives uh, with with some amount of, not, not certainty, but you don't want to like waste time uh, on like bad weather. So, you know, in order to plan, which I think human beings always want, we want to plan stuff as much as we can, and weather prediction just helps us do that, even if it's not correct. And I think, I think uh, that's a particularly astute point when it comes to like emergency planning, because if if uh, if you know like there's uh, there's say a tornado warning or just a massive snowfall warning uh, in the Im- you know in- imminently. Um, then it gives like the city or, 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 you know, everybody a chance to, to, uh, to plan and prepare for it. And like I said, uh, while I don't check the, I'm not a, a chronic weather checker, I, I definitely, soon as it breaks the news, like the mainstream news, which it does, like when there's a big enough weather storm incoming or, or, um, you know, threat of any sort of danger, um, it, it will be like, you know, a big red bar on the top of your screen, like thunderstorm warning imminent and this sort of thing. And and I will pay attention then because for sure I want to plan to, you know, not be driving uh, or something along those lines. So I do, I, I think it, it definitely has value for emergency preparedness. Yeah, we live in a part of the world that doesn't see a lot of the major catastrophes, but definitely, you know, you could see weather prediction as important for like fleeing <laughs> like a tsunami or a tornado or something along those lines. That's but more extreme, just, but uh, I think it goes in. The, so, so it's, the it's one of these funny things, like it, taking a step back and looking at this thing, weather prediction, uh, it's sort of a science like meteor, meteorology. Am I saying that right? Meteor, meteorology. Meteorology. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those hard words to say. So it's a science, but it's based on like an extremely complex system, the climate, right? And so weather is just a sim- – not symptom, but yeah, sort of of the climate. So to predict what it's going to do, like they always talk about their computer models and they have like a whole bunch of these supercomputers with different Doppler modeling effect. systems and they try to – yeah, and it's like high, they, they have all these – you know, they get Those drive me nuts. All that stuff. There's so, there's so many things they can do, but really, essentially, when it comes back to like, yeah, they're accurate when it's like almost on you because that's what they can see with like radar or something like that. They're like, yeah, it's going to snow today, but like in three or four days, they don't know because it's not an exact science. It's very, it's a very difficult thing. And I always, I always want to crap on the weatherman. My dad goes nuts over the weatherman. He's always like, the weatherman doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground or things like that. And I'm just like, well, to be fair, the to be fair, the weatherman is trying to predict the future, you know, with, and they do it with 
a, some degree of accuracy. It's not very accurate, but better than I would say most psychics are. And what they're doing is telling you what the future holds. So you got to give them some credit. But where did that – see, the thing that, that I don't think that helps weather people's causes is this um, – I don't know this need, especially on the, the the more notable broadcast networks, for the weatherman to be the kooky guy in the news broadcast, <laughs> or you know, like he's yeah. either kooky or he's plain as like he he's indistinguishable from the wall from like a you know a, a I guess he's a wallflower. I don't know. That's not right. Anyways, you know what I mean. He, he they're either very plain, but generally, I mean, there was um, on city TV there were ads. For the weatherman, watch this guy. I don't even remember his name. He's the ace with the weather at News at Eleven. I'm like, why is there an ad? Like, do people love this guy so much? Like, well, well it's it's like we said in he looks Canada, like a goof, not a scientist. It, weather watching is is crazy, uh, and uh, people watch definitely watch the news, especially. Tr- um, and we're in a changing media environment where where people are going to get instant weather updates on the internet. People are are um, are going uh, online and stuff. But even even on weather.ca and stuff like that, they have like they have coloring to the weather. Like there'll be a poll saying like, t- "What what's your." What's your perfect weather day? And then you have a choice of like sunny. I like a rainy day, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and, and then and then there's like photos of kid, um, your best weather photos. Uh, and then on the on the news, weathermen are always holding up like children's drawings of the weather. This is Jenny from. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Je- yes. This is Jenny from Ottawa. D. D. Clark in Ottawa. Yeah. On that. <laughs> Who's drawing <laughs> a, a rainbow? Um, and you can see. It's very realistic looking. Jenny is a an artist uh, for sure. She is three years old, and like it, it's part of it's part of uh, making uh, the news softer because there's nothing offensive about the weather. It's not like the guy who's reporting that there was a drive by. Uh, you know, on the on, in Vanier last weekend is then turning to the next camera and saying, "And now let's look at Jenny's photo of the drive by." You know, um, it's it's. It's so inoffensive that they it allows them to sell personalities, which allows them to sell the news. So I think weather weather is like a gateway drug to the greater sort of. It's also funny though because it's the only it's one of the few things on the news. Like the news is all about things that happen in the day or the week, and the weather is all about things that are going to happen later. Uh, and maybe just because and because it's so often incorrect. Like when I think of those weather, you know, the weatherman talking about the kids like abstract drawing of the weather i'm like oh it looks about as accurate as your forecast usually does because it's like because i i follow weather enough to know that it changes constantly so they say like oh saturday is going to be like this as you approach saturday say it's monday that gets refined and changed constantly so it's kind of like the weatherman is always sort of lying to you because they don't know they don't really know they're just giving you their best guess but that's all it is i mean they have slightly more information than you do so they can make a more educated guess but it's still a guess and it's almost guaranteed to change but I know this because I'm I'm a snow, I'm a snow fiend, and in the wintertime, I'm always looking for snow. So I'll see a forecast five days out, and it'll be like 30 centimeters of snow coming. Like, oh, yes, finally. And by the time it, it, it arrives, it'll be like one about one centimeter flurries. I'm like, you liars. <laughs> and it drives me crazy because I've been looking forward to that snow. But that happens all the time. And I think personally that they even bend it a bit to make – because, say, a lot of people in Canada hate snow. So I think they'll be like, this could be snow. Let's err on the side of a lot of snow so that once it 
gets closer and we realize it's less snow, people will like us because now we've reduced the amount. Whereas that for me, that drives me insane. But that sounds like I, a conspiracy theory. It sort of is, but I but I've noticed it. It's a pattern for sure. It's very rare that they predict nothing I, and, and it ramps up. I, so that does happen. Too. I came into my age of curmudgeondom when I was working for your dad, Mike, uh, doing interlock at good old Dick of all trades, and um, because <laughs> your your dad would give me days off uh, if it was going to rain, except sometimes it would change. Like I'd be looking forward to my day off, and then it wouldn't rain. And then, I, then it'd be like, well, you better come in. We better get to work. And I'd be like, no, my day off. Fuck you, weather people. And then um, there'd be days where it was supposed to be sunny, and it'd be raining. And it'd be kind of like, I don't know. We were working outdoors, so it's like, well, let's work in the rain. But that's never fun. And only when it was really bad. It's just, you know, you try and plan your life around these things, and you just end up being miserable. And I think a lot of that angst gets directed towards weather prediction. But that's how I earned my stripes as someone who... I really hate weather prediction, and I avoided it for a great many years, to I, be honest. I think the question with with regards to this is one that you guys have sort of framed right there is, is there – it's predictions. There's a good chance that's going to be wrong, but I guess the probability is more that it's going to be correct. It's an iffy, it's an iffy prediction that – Tends to be right enough that we've given it credence and it credence, and it's based on science. So, is the merit there for it to be a worthwhile endeavor, or is the the iffy, shaky, we're not sure ishness about it? Um, does that devalue it and make it just completely useless? Is there enough value? See, that's almost. It's almost the value is not even that. It's more that. Regardless of of how accurate or like your your question, I think is a, is a, is a good one. But it's more that do people want to know it? And people do want to know it. So there will be there will continue to be weather forecasting because someone's like, I want to know what the weather is, even if it's wrong, which it often is. They still want to know it. That will drive it. They won't. There's no way the weather industry or forecasting industry is going to be like, well, we're wrong like 60 percent of the time, seven days out. So let's stop predicting that. Do you think, they will keep doing it because people want it. Do you think there are competing? Like, I don't know where this information comes from. That's the other thing. Is like, it comes from news channels, but what is their sort? Like, there's a there's a station you know where this have, product like, gets created or this information gets generated. Well, there must well, there be are, competing sources. Well, I don't know that there's necessarily – I think there are a lot of sources. So there's like – there's there's weather stations all over the world, and I, I don't know what – I'm sure it feeds into some main thing everyone can draw from, and then different computer modeling programs will take the data, the hard data of like the pressure is here, is this here, and that often makes this happen, whatever. But it's so complex that that's why it's just not often right. But it's it, like that, that's where you got to give them like leeway because it's an extremely difficult thing they're trying to do. Uh, the weather is complicated. But I have um, a couple of pet peeves All right. with weather prediction. Um, Enumerate. One – okay. Uh, they're on either end of the spectrum and they bug me. Humidex and wind chill are both things – that bother me because it's, it's almost like people now have just forgot what the temperature is. If the wind, like, so say it's minus. So start 25. with humidex or start well, with wind chill. Start uh, with one. 
I'm sorry, let's start with windshield because they're almost on the other end of the spectrum. They're almost the same thing, sort of, on one's hot, one's cold. So, you know, it's going to be minus 20 this this weekend. But with wind chill, it's going to feel like minus 37. And that drives me nuts because it's not minus 37. It's minus 25. That's what the temperature is. And it just might be unpleasant because the wind is blowing in your face. And, yes, you might get cold faster and all this. But it's almost come to the point where some people will just say that as if that's the temperature. I was passing through Saskatchewan recently on my drive out west and stayed with some people. They were like, it's going to be minus 47 tonight. And I was like, minus 47? Like, that is really cold. Uh, but then I found out that it was only minus, like, 33, and the wind chill was the rest. But that's not, you know, it's not actually that cold. It's just so it feels like unpleasant. it when the wind is blowing? Yeah, like, and, and this so is the wind's not humidex, blowing, it doesn't humidex, feel that like, way. Yeah, let's say it feels – because I guess the wind is not whisking heat away from your body. But it's just like people then start to misuse it in the same with the Humidex don't because tell, it's humid out. So don't tell Siri that's not cold. Siri would freak out. <laughs> Siri's a, Siri doesn't have actual experience in the world. But Humidex is the same thing. You know, It's like it's hot and then they say, oh, it's uh, 28 degrees but it's going to feel like 37. But what does it mean? It's just it, – that, that's like a – an, uh, a subjective point, what it feels like. So th- there, there are exact things in weather forecasting, like what is the temperature now? And they can give you that. But what it feels like might depend a lot on who you are and uh, maybe what you're wearing. <laughs> to that, to that, you know, they should have like a clothes index. If you're wearing four layers of clothes, it's going to feel like yeah. minus 15 instead oh, of minus 20. And, that, and that's <laughs> <laughs> the four layers uh, barometer or four layers meter I there i just i just improved but but yeah. i mean that point of weather forecasting to me is just complete nonsense it, it is it's Im- just like it might feel like this. it is important um from one aspect that i know that it's touched me on a, a few occasions is um you know from a, a occupational health and safety standpoint you know uh it's important to know and this has less to do with prediction and more to do with things like humidex because their factors are wind chill when it's too cold or too hot to reasonably, at least in this country, um, you know, make people work or suffer consequences. Like, you know, there's a certain point where you have to, if people complain that they're uncomfortable, you have to cease activities. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. And I mean, you know, we, we touched on it and I think Crofton brought up like the, the, the danger factor, because heat, heat, is a real thing and you know succumbing to the elements in the wintertime is a real thing and wind and humidex might contribute to those so yeah there's something to that but it's still it's not an exact that's that's not prediction because we're we're strictly talking about the prediction of these things not so much the um you know the state of you know if it's hot as hell out and muggy everyone everyone hates that yeah um weather prediction are you guys ready to roll out some verdicts on this thing I think so. I think it's a uh, Crofton. Yeah, I'm ready. I can't even predict your verdicts right now, gents. I need to hear them. Um, okay. Well, I'll I jump think, in. I think you, you could probably predict mine better than the weather. <laughs> Other men could predict the weather. Yeah, there's there's a chance. Um, do you guys so here? Look, uh, can we drop some gavels on the topics that matter? All Sweet. right, gavels dropped. I'm going to jump in first. I, I just said I was going first. Oh, I think you oh, dropped now, out for a uh, second. Now, fellows. No, I go first. Simple. No, just kidding. Uh, go ahead, Crofton. I'm a gentleman. 
Okay, I'll fine. I'll let a lady go first. See, this is one of the, the, those topics that um, when when we have a we, a three tier structure, each with its own you know word, good, bad, or bullshit, um, you try whenever possible to not show your hand. So to use one of those words while discussing said topic pretty much shows what your verdict is going to be. But discussing weather prediction without using the word bullshit was really, really difficult for me. I I could feel the sweat beating on my brow. It was like trying to not say, yeah, no, as I'm prone to doing. <laughs> uh, I, because, <laughs> so I'm just going to say it right now. Weather prediction is bullshit. And, uh, and I'm not saying that there's no merit to it. There is there is merit, and that's why it's not downright bad for just distracting the population and causing mass chaos. There's there's for sure some value to it. And I would probably say it's right more often than it's wrong. The closer you get to the date being obviously more reliable, if you'd look at one of those farmer, farmer's almanacs that predict a year ahead of time, you're probably not going to get very good advice. Um, but – I, I do think that overall, uh, it's it's led to this sort of obsessive culture of weather watching and, and, and constant frustration on on you know missed predictions. Uh, yes, there's science involved. Yes, there are people that devote their careers to this, and yes, sometimes I honestly appreciate it. But there's so much bullshit around the whole thing, and now I can say it that. I cannot help but say that it is bullshit. So bullshit for me. Well, all right. Well, um, I try to picture a world where there's no weather prediction. And I feel like we're better off. I, I kind of echoing Crofton's statements. We're, we're better off with weather prediction. But it's far from accurate. Like we wouldn't, that level of accuracy, you know, in terms of like, I don't know, medicine or things, other things that are important to us that we have established a sense of, you know, you know, drugs have to have a predictable um, effect on patients before they're allowed to be sold. You don't just sort of guess and predict what the drugs are going to do and then record it. So, you know, I feel like there's like a really low standard when it comes to weather prediction. And um, so I think it's good that we have it. But it's bad that it hasn't been improved. And I think that somewhere in the back of every person's mind, whether they acknowledge it or not, they know weather predictions bullshit. And maybe that has a little bit to do with some of the resistance people have, like me, about global warming. Because you can't predict the weather accurately tomorrow. You know, the the mentality might be, how can you predict what the weather is going to be in, you know, 10, 20 years and the whole earth is going to melt? I don't want to bring up that whole topic. I just think that we should expect more from weather prediction, although that might be an impossibility. I don't know the science. So as it affects my personal life and based on its accuracy, I'm going to agree with Crofton and say that weather prediction is bullshit. <laughs> I like how you brought climate change into <laughs> Yeah, because it's just like, well, you can't predict tomorrow. How can you predict the weather in 20 I know, I know, I know. Oh, it's always it. the the, yeah. the weather and the climate are not the same thing. And uh, 
But to the so, layman to, like me, it's it. You say climate, and I'm like that's weather. But anyways, well, I'll let you go. more like you can you can still view trends. Even weather, you can see trends. Like you know, they'll always say like last year the average for this day is whatever. Like what? Why they even tell you that doesn't make sense to me. I'm I'm near Calgary right now, and they're saying the average is minus three, but it's gonna be eight degrees tomorrow. It's like so what? Who cares? <laughs> it's gonna be warm. So yeah, weather forecasting all over the map. It's 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 just. Crofton, you said I think they're right more than they're wrong. I guarantee that's not true. They're wrong more than they're right. But I think that's I think that's because they're predicting too far ahead. Now they even have 14-day predictions. So if you were to look at that day and watch how often they changed it, so say every time they change the forecast, that's wrong. So they've been wrong once, wrong twice. As the day gets closer, they keep changing it. Every time they change it, they've been wrong. So they're mostly wrong. Uh, and it, it makes me want to just say whether forecasting is is bad. Uh, hey, whoa, whoa, hold on. It makes me want to say that's not my Oh, verdict. oops, retraction. Um, yeah, after it, um, but I think that it's why we have it is because, as, as I mentioned before, there is a demand for it. Um, the, the world is still a natural place and there's still a lot of unpredictable things that happen, particularly with the weather. And because we've done such a good job controlling so much of our environment around the way we live that we want to do so with the weather too by at least knowing what's coming uh so that demand is there people want it i check the weather all the time <laughs> it makes me want to plan stuff so i'm glad it's there even though it's so wrong and drives me crazy and that's why i have to give it i have to agree with you guys and say weather prediction is bullshit oh betsy's uh, singing her song today it's one of those clear things that just is bullshit and i know it was so hard. yeah some of them are pretty clear but you know uh any listeners out there if you disagree with anything we've said though i think it'd be i predict that you wouldn't on this particular issue uh you can He's certainly be a staunch weather prediction defender unless you work in the weather industry yeah we'll have that yeah, yeah they, they probably get that a lot us. You know, if you work in the weather industry, it's kind of like if oh, they get pied probably all the time. You work in I don't know law enforcement, like people treat you differently and say things that irritate you and don't understand you. Like lawyers, lawyers, that's a good yeah. Analog. Well, if you are a weather forecaster and you're listening to this uh, program, you can get in touch with us and let us know where we were wrong. Um, you can visit our website goodbadbull dot com. You can email us goodbadbull at gmail dot com, or you can follow us on Twitter at goodbadbull. And you can also listen to the show. You can subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. And please like us on Facebook if you like us. If you don't like us, then, you know, don't like us, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> guys, if our listeners want to hear what you have to say, where can uh, where can they follow you, Crofton? I predict that they can find me <laughs> on Twitter at Crofton Steers. <laughs> And Bo? And no predictions required. If you go to Twitter and go to at Bo Schwartz, you'll find me and you can follow me. And you could follow me. Though I predict you won't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to steal <laughs> Crofton's joke. At ML Hodgins. And uh, yeah. That's where you go to not follow, Mike. Because yes. you won't. Well, unless you want to – if you want to hear no tweets, then you should follow me. Yeah. But Mike puts pictures up, so that's good. I'm not a big picture guy, but you put pictures up. And I feel I'm like that's the main thing you want to do, right, is pictures, not – Yeah, well, there's a lot of apps for that. There's Instagram and Snapchat. Oh, my God, Grandpa. 
<laughs> Me? <laughs> like Twitter's for pictures, right? And, and like there's like a if there's any eighteen year olds or younger listening, they're going like, Oh my god, Instagram, Snapchat, Tumblr, what's with these dinosaurs? <laughs> like how this morphed into social media. One thing I forgot to bring up in this podcast was um uh, avalanche forecasting, which is something I'm looking at all the time now. But again, it's always just like gives you a ballpark. There may be an avalanche. <laughs> pretty maybe pretty much. It's Tread like, carefully. This, this whole area, if you go there, you might trigger an avalanche. And I'm like, I look at, I check it every day, the avalanche forecast, but really all it tells you is like, you're probably going to get in an avalanche. I'm like, oh, better but, play it safe. But like, is avalanche day. weather? I guess it is, right? Well, no, it's a bit it's a bit different. It's affected by weather. So there'll be a weather yeah. forecast okay. mixed in with the avalanche forecast. Yeah, well, don't get trapped in an avalanche, Mike. We love you. No, yeah, that's my plan. I, I, I um, I'd rather die a different way, in my bed or something. Yeah, avalanche, <laughs> in an avalanche in your bed. Doesn't seem, uh, doesn't <laughs> seem like a, an appealing way to die. I wouldn't want to die in an avalanche. No, it's a horrible way to die. Although, I I, I've always, when I was a kid, I used to always think that like I could surf on avalanches when they would be coming. Like I would just I would just grab a piece of bark or something and jump on it. I don't <laughs> What's with those idiots who die in the avalanche? Yeah. Just grab just a piece of bark. They just didn't ride it out. <laughs> how nice it's going to be this weekend because it's going to go up to minus one okay please because it's not going to be nice because the freaking wind is just going to howl okay every time it warms up the hot air rises and the wind just howls so it ain't going to be nice and being a person that lives rurally i can tell you that when it's 30 below okay celsius you can take your mitts off for half an hour and do things outside Okay, when there's no wind blowing at 30 below. But when it is zero or minus five even, okay, you take your mitts off and your hands freeze instantly. So I can tell you, okay, this weekend is going to be the physical shits, okay, because the wind's going to be howling and then it's going to be only minus one, so then it's going to melt and have a bunch of hog slop. So knock off how nice it's going to be, please, okay? It's just sickening, okay? This province is the asshole of the world, and it'll suck the life out of you, okay? It'll suck the will to live out of you, okay? Because it's just a piece of crap with wind howling every day, and you're not hiking or biking or skiing, or you're not doing anything, okay? It's the a-hole of the world, and we pay to live here. We pay to live here. Super high taxes. So please, knock off the nice, okay? I, got, I get the funny feeling that you guys are just saying that so that people won't just end it, okay? Because then, of course, they wouldn't be able to pay their taxes to these lectures, right? You know, people go hang themselves in their goddamn closet, okay? Because this fucking place is a piece of shit, okay? So please, 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 knock off the how nice it's going to be. Because it ain't. Because the wind's going to be hauling, okay? Thank you. Bye.